It's that time again, kids. Time for Nerd University, where it's everything from A to Geek. And this week... This week on Nerd University, we're going to be opening our first loot crate. It, it arrived uh, yesterday? Yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, last night it arrived, uh, so we decided to jump on it. Uh, recording on Wednesday this week. Um, so we're going to be going through that. There's going to be a lot of oohs and ahs. Um, and then we are we have a special interview with a friend of ours named Jason Marlowe, who is uh, avid a, avid comic and Star Wars yeah. nerd and a pastor. So we'll yeah. kind of weave all that together <laughs> into a cornucopia of awesomeness. Yeah. It, might, it might take up two episodes. So yeah, we may have to split it because he likes to talk. Yeah, so. he's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess let's do the news. So the news, uh, I only got two things, and there's some things kind of spawning off of those, is, um, so for the new, uh, The Last Jedi, um, Benicio, Benicio, whatever, Benicio Del Toro, Del Toro yeah. is going to be in it, and they haven't released what his character is yet, but there has been rumors and speculation that he is going to be one of the FET Kids. Oh, uh, so I saw I saw something come up. I didn't read the article about that. Benicio del Toro is in it. Yeah, Disney's keeping it close to the vest with that. Do they? Yeah, they're well. They're he's in Guardians. Is only he's the collector. Yeah, it was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It was when the he weird himself collector. Up. Yeah, yeah and he's Liam. And the post credit scene was him and Howard oh, the Duck. That's right. That's right. But yeah, so he's gonna be in that. I mean, it'd be cool to see something with the Fett family that it continued on. Yeah, you know, it's Boba Fett's kid. Well, isn't there a, isn't one of the movies slated, like the side story movie is supposed to be a Boba Fett movie? No, well, they were talking about in uh, the Han Solo movie that uh, that Boba Fett might be in it. Okay. Which kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, as far as I know, they're, they're not doing Boba Fett. They should. No. He's in some of the, um, like, Boba Fett as a child is in some of the Clone War episodes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was in the... As a kid in which one? What was the Clone War? Two. Yeah, the Clone Wars. But yeah. I mean, the the the, the series. Yeah. The animated series. He's in that. There's a whole thing with him. Weren't the Stormtroopers all uh, clones yeah, his of his clones. dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was he. Him. He was just, he just aged regular and they all aged super fast. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. So Empire's Edge, which is the third installment of um, Star Wars Aftermath, the three books that came out. That happened in between uh, four, uh, six, and seven. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of um, it focuses on on this group. I don't remember any of their names right now, but it focuses on this group that is kind of like a bounty hunter team for the for the Republic. Gotcha. The New Republic. Um, but so in this, two of the uh, the rumors I haven't read it yet. I should be reading it pretty soon. As soon as a buddy lets me borrow it. But, um, hint, hint. Yeah. So, uh, but two of the things there's, that they, that I've heard about it is that they kind of explain what happened to Jar Jar Binks. Okay. So he is like kind of living on the streets. I guess he's like a clown or something like yes, that. Yes, he's, yeah. uh, yes, he's performing on the streets. I've read yep. that article, yes. Yeah, because people are pissed off at him for basically having something to do with creating the 
the emperor. Well, didn't he bring up the vote? Yeah, he was the one that was like, I think Emperor Palpatine should have all the power in the world. And everybody's like, sure. <laughs> yeah, know? let's follow this idiot. <laughs> yeah, this, this weird looking... <laughs> like a frog dog looking thing. Frog kangaroo. Yeah, it's <laughs> the weirdest thing. But, um, so there's that. And we are going to get to hear about Chewbacca's child. Chewbacca, uh. Chewbacca has a hairy baby. Baybacca. <laughs> baby baka. <laughs> baby baka. Um but yeah, so I will I'll be giving more Isn't that book it. also supposed to show what happened with Leia and Hans? I think. Yeah, when they split up. While they split when up. They split up I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I, I think it said something about that. And on the Star Wars joint you got the first photo from filming for Han Solo. Yep. Which yep. is pretty awesome. With all the with all the cast in it. Even though Chewbacca is a different guy. It's yeah. the stunt double. Or the yeah. double for him. Yeah. This will be the only time that, what's the guy's name? Peter Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Is not playing Chewbacca, but he's still going to be the one in the main Star Wars movies. That makes sense, I guess. But he'll be, he was the... They're all getting up there. <laughs> yeah, well, he was the, the guy that's doing it is the stand-in in Force Awakens mm-hmm. for Peter Mayhew. And he, he came out with some post, like, talking about, like, Peter Mayhew was his idol and, you know, just yeah. the opportunity is awesome. So that picture was that picture was pretty cool with all of them and Woody Harrelson's in it. Yep. The and cast just, the cast looks awesome. The guy that plays Lando, um Oh, he's on it uh Atlanta. Yeah, that yeah, show. I his name. He's I got like a baby face on him. Yep. But, but uh, he's got the look. Yeah, he does. But they so the um the comic series that follows Lando is stayed canon and it's supposed to be extremely good. I haven't read it yet. I haven't either. I want to. But, but you know, it's Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I, I don't know. Smooth Billy D. Williams. <laughs> For some reason, I I had him come up, or maybe I don't remember why it was. It was on YouTube, and it was like all those old Colt forty five commercials with Billy D. Williams, and they are hilarious. Like from the eighties, mm-hmm. and it's like he, you're selling malt liquor, <laughs> but you got Billy D. Williams. And you're selling Colt forty five, which is like crappy, yeah. not really beer. It's just it's a, it's just this will get you drunk cheap. It'll, it'll get you <laughs> drunk. So. That's awesome. Yeah, Chewy doesn't age at all. I mean, I understand that like, he should get a little gray hairs. Yeah, he's they're supposed to live to be like four hundred years old or something like that. Like Wookiees are supposed to live to be like four hundred years old. Don't so. suck. Everybody you love would die. Yeah, well, unless you live with other Wookiees. Yeah. Which actually, the last book was them uh, taking back Kashyyyk from the Empire. Oh, okay. So. So that's all good now. And Chewie stayed with his family. So when it, when it, when the second book um, ended, like everybody was cool. Luke and Leia were awesome. Or not Luke and Leia. Han and Leia were awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chewie stayed with his family. Everybody was everything was cool. Everything was pretty cool. Awesome. So I'm interested to see how it all falls apart. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like I love to see you put it together, and then it all falls apart. Yep. Yep. So how about you? So news wise, oh breaking news from today. Today is Thursday. Um, we're back again with Matt Reeves as the director. An a, official Warner Brothers press release that Matt Reeves will direct the Batman film with Ben Affleck. Nice. So that's the official name to it. So, so the Batman. So it's going to be Justice Justice League before? Justice Batman? League will be before, and then okay. it'll be the Batman, which will focus more. It'll be just his story. Gotcha. Which, do, they, I mean, do they have a, like a... Um... Like, is, is Ben Affleck going to be the Batman for a while now? I don't know. Because the people were, there was rumor, you know, of course, rumors fly. You know, and then it's Warner Brothers release. There's no mention of Ben Affleck in the in the press release. But 
I'm thinking that's more of a we want to keep the focus on Matt Reeves yeah. because Matt Reeves was t- in talks, and then it was like talks have fell apart. Matt Reeves will not direct the Batman movie. So now it's official from Warner Brothers. So he's come back to the table. They're like, here's some more money. <laughs> and so he's uh, the director and he's going to be one of the producers. And he's looking at the script that Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck wrote. So there may be a complete overhaul. He may just polish it up. He, there's no telling. So yeah. at least it seems to be back on the right track. Um, for those who don't know who Matt Reeves is, he directed Cloverfield. Um, Which the besides, the premise, last... besides the premise of the movie. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, story-wise, I mean, and he does the, he's done the last couple Planet of the Apes, like the new War of the Planet of the Apes. He directed that. Okay. Um, and he's good at taking these big ideas and still making them uh, grounded in their story. Like, to make the story fit and actually have a good story yeah. and not just a bunch of explosions. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, kind of like, we were talking about yeah. before. So, name? I think it's a great pick. Um, I'd heard some people talking that, you know, with the Batman... Like, you really don't need, like, an $100 million budget to make a Batman movie. If they did it like they did Logan, which Logan probably cost 30 Yeah. The, between they, 25 and $40 they million. Has some expl- what it looks like, anyways, is there some explosions in it? Yeah. And some sick-ass claws. Yeah, like, but I mean, yeah, but, but it's like it's like an indie movie, almost. Like, yeah. it looks kind of like an indie movie. Yeah. Like, the way it's shot and just everything... So you could make an awesome Batman movie. Yeah. Look at Tim Burton. He made that for like 20 bucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a, that, and they had inflation, so it'd be more than that now. Yeah. That was 1988. <laughs> yeah, but it, it came was, out in But it was, what made it so cool is that it was so good with what almost literally looked like cardboard cardboard oh, yeah. backgrounds. Oh, yeah. It was. So. You, you could tell that that was a, um, like a lot, like a, like a yeah. studio lot uh, yeah. soundstage. They just turn all the lights off. But... Um, so that'll be cool. I mean, but they can make an awesome movie. You know, you could probably spend $20 million and make a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Like, because you really don't have to have, like, ridiculous special effects. He doesn't yeah. have any superpowers. $15 million of that is Ben Affleck. Yeah. So you can do it and make it cool because Logan, Logan is going to make a hand over fist. Like, the oh, money yeah. that they oh, spent on that movie and the amount of money that that movie will make yeah. is going to be flipping ridiculous. So, but everybody else is cool. The DC Extended Universe, I mean, is looking... Starting to move up. You know, the first three installments when you had Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, and then you had Suicide Squad, which yeah. all made money. I yeah. mean, it's not like they may not have been critically acclaimed, like, mm-hmm. but they made they made bank. Yeah. Because even Batman Superman, oh no, even Suicide Squad still made like damn near eight hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So And they're it, coming into an already established area, like comic books is now a thing. Yes. You know, it, so they're coming into this already established field. Well, and I, and I think that they've they've listened to what people had problems with, and that was a big deal. Like we had talked about before on Justice League, they brought the press there and let them see them filming, mm-hmm. and they've took a lighter tone. They still have it. Still looks like Zack Snyder movie, but they like the Flash is like the comedy in it, and then like him and Cyborg are buddies, but they seem to be like Wonder Woman. Like all the buzz on it, like seems to be like really good, um, and same with Justice League. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, you got nowhere to go but up. I mean, still make, people are going to go see these movies. Yeah. Whether it's just to talk trash about them afterwards. But they're still going to make money. Yeah. So, hopefully, they're getting it together. Like Marvel, you know what I mean? But you're, everybody compares. That's what you compare it to. You compare it to the Marvel movies. Who've been doing it since 2008. And it's a slow progression. Yeah. Like, because they even came out on the Doctor Strange Blu-ray. It has a um, 
like a featurette, and I watched it. It got uploaded um, about how they got to the point that they're at into Infinity War. Just a little documentary kind of. Yeah, thing. let's talk about you know it started in two thousand eight, and we we've been building this for years. Mm-hmm. Like it's been years and years in the making. Well, I mean, if you can even go back further because technically it started with with uh, Spider Man. Yeah, but those were those were Sony movies. Well, they were Sony movies. Oh, okay. Because in the nineties, when comic oh, that makes tanked, sense. That makes sense because the bat, uh, the the Spider Man logo was logo different. was the same, but it was the same font as the PlayStation Three. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. But what they did was Marvel was about to file bankruptcy, and so the only way they could get money to raise capital was to sell off rights hmm. to stuff. So, like Sony bought Spider Man. The rights to it, any film version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox bought like basically all the X Men stuff. So that's, you know, they even said like Hugh Jackman said, you know, if um, I, there was some reporter got to see an early screen of the movie and got to interview Hugh Jackman, and he was saying if in a world of you know make believe, like would if they could cross over and Wolverine could be in the MCU with the Avengers, mm-hmm. would you do it? And he was like, yeah, if that had been on the table, I would have paused before I said this is my last movie. Because, you know, the thing with him and Hulk, that was always the, the um, like there was always that head knocking with Hulk and Wolverine. Like Wolverine's very first appearance is in The Incredible Hulk. Hmm. Technically in 180, it was the very last page, had the Wolverine on it, but his first full appearance is Hulk 181. Which is like one of my grails that I would love to buy. I can't. I can't imagine seeing Wolverine in, in an Avengers movie, though. I mean, if they could make it work, it would be awesome. Because there was the Avengers versus X Men, which was an awesome series of them fighting each other. So, but that was pretty awesome. Like you know, I, I'm so stoked for Logan. It's not even. Yeah. I mean, we keep talking about it, and like we're gonna, it comes out next week. Yeah. Which is just like there's beautiful. It comes yeah. out Thursday at midnight. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to catch it. Friday night it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go and. Tell you all about it, and it'll be so freaking filled with spoilers that like. Oh you know, yeah, just don't even listen. I mean, to I'm it, just you know, gonna tell I mean? you, but we'll we'll tell you when the spoilers are getting ready to come. Yeah. So. Skip this part. Skip <laughs> this pause and go watch the freaking movie, and then yeah. come back and watch the rest of it. Sure. So, you got anything else for news? I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's go on to the superhero show update. Bang! Pow! Bazinga! All right, true believers, I'm not really going to jump into everything. I'm going to hit a couple shows real quick. Like, um, the main Supergirl this week with Mr. Ms. Pick, whatever, was pretty awesome. Was he that the guy that, in the comics? Was he the guy that, in the green that floated? Yes, with the big head. Yep, okay. Well, in DC, yes, I think he was green. I'm pretty sure. He had a green suit on or something. He was like he, an alien. Yeah, he's from like the fifth dimension and he, he has tennis. powers. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and he like the only way you get rid of him is for him to get trick him into saying his name backwards, and then he'll disappear. So he was trying to marry Supergirl, and it was pretty cool. It was like they fought in like the Fortress of Solitude, and like the way she made him do it, like say his name so he disappeared, was pretty cool. But it, I mean, it was a pretty good episode. They're they're running pretty good, and you know that's a Superman villain, so they're pulling from Superman, mm-hmm. um, to for their storylines. Um, but the show, let's see, I'll save the best for last. I watched Arrow last night, because we're recording on Thursday, and it was pretty good. They, um, 
They didn't show Prometheus, but he was wreaking havoc through the whole thing. You had three of the main girl villains that uh, Arrow had put in jail uh, band together, kill some guards during a prison transport, and try to go back and find Tobias Church's money. And um, I mean, it was pretty good. He was back to you know the fighting and it was, uh, getting off the political stuff. But he's now coming to a a thing where um, when Billy, there was a police officer that Felicity was dating, got kidnapped by Prometheus. And this has been four or five episodes back. And Arrow went, Green Arrow went to find him. And he goes in, well, he sees Prometheus. And he's, it seems like he's talking to him. But he wears a face thing. And it's almost like a rag looking thing over his face. And he's an archer with a hood and everything. It's black. And um, so you can't ever see his mouth moving when he talks. So he had one sta a guy standing there. You think it's Prometheus. He's talking trash to Green Arrow. Green Arrow shoots him. But when he runs up to him and pulls it down, it was Billy, the police officer, with duct tape on his mouth and a voice thing. Like so he joke, basically like kills him. Thing. Yeah, he basically kills him. And because he's the mayor, because Green Arrow is the mayor, Oliver Queen, him and the DA covered it up. Because it wasn't the Green Arrow's fault, and they thought it would cause a panic. Mm -hmm. And um, so now... Um, Green Arrow, Oliver Queen as the mayor went to who he thinks Prometheus's mother is because they can't find anything about this guy. They know who his daddy is and the guy had a mistress and Green Arrow had killed him in the first season. And they go to talk to the mom. Well, she's like, I'm not telling you nothing because you're just going to lock him up and put him in a cage like an animal. And he was like, if you change your mind, call me. And she's like, I won't. Well, then some things get sent to the, uh, it's like the ACU, which is like some kind of crime unit. And it's basically the real death certificate for that police officer and that Green Arrow did it. So now those guys are trying to catch Green Arrow. Hmm. They make it work out. Everybody's cool, except that comes onto the news at the very end. So now there's impeachment hearings coming up. So we'll see how that plays out. It was a better episode. Uh, Donna is starting to... She's got the mask on as the Black Canary, so she's kind of moving into Laurel Lance's role um, as the Black Canary. Um, that was good. Legends of Tomorrow, I hadn't finished... I had things to do at home last night. But the show that was off the chain, as always, is The Flash, man. Attack on Gorilla City, the two-parter. And they went to Earth 2 to Gorilla City, which is where Grodd is, like, the king of it. And it's, like, in Africa, but it's on the parallel Earth. And it's all, like, super, like, super smart gorillas. And they're, like, they can... Like, I could possess you. Like, Grodd could possess you and make you talk for him. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, he's mind control. And he wasn't the leader of them. They they basically sent him there. Flash, they kicked him there through a portal. Well, he got there. Salivar was the big white gorilla. He was the king, and he was ruthless of Gorilla City. And they caught Flash and them when they got there. And Grodd's like, I need your help. I need you to fight him and kill him. And then I'm going to take over. And I will keep all the gorillas from coming to Central City and killing humans. So this, the Flash fights him. He beats him, but he doesn't. He said, I won't kill him. They dart him again, throw him back in the cage, and basically are like, we're going to come to Central City anyway. <laughs> so they escape, and you don't think they can get through a portal. There was a girl from Earth 2 that can also control breaches and go between universes. And they have her mind controlled. And it shows Grodd sitting on the throne with the crown. And he's like, you're going to take me and my army into Central City and we're going to turn it to ash. 
and then it zooms out and you see like this whole like army of freaking gorillas that are getting <laughs> ready to control come. gorillas yeah that can control your mind <laughs> that are gonna well they may not all be able to control your mind but they're all like super intelligent like so why don't they control the flash's mind they I don't think he can there's way he's done it before and uh but Flash has been able to beat it, like just mentally be able to beat it. Um, but yeah, man, Jedi mind trick where they have to be kind of weak minded in the first. place. Yeah, I think so. And it's more of you know, and they people that are hurt or you know, like Harrison Wells, they were able to do him, but he was like unconscious mm-hmm. and like catatonic, and then Grodd would like enter his mind, and Grodd would be standing there, and then Harrison would get up and talk, and he'd actually talk like Gorilla Grodd. Like his <laughs> voice would change and stuff. But it's like awesome. Like it looks like a movie. Like the the 3D graphics in it and stuff for a TV show are freaking amazing. That's awesome. And we'll hear Jason. Jason in the interview to come talks about Flash. Like him and his family sit down and watch it. And it's a, there's a lot going on in those shows. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine was like, I just can't keep up. It's just too much going on. And I'm just like, you're just not weak, just weak-minded. Yeah. You're just not paying attention. Yeah. But it's they're getting there and. Um, so now there's three speedsters in on Earth One with Flash, because now Harrison Wells' daughter, Jesse Quick, who's a speedster in the uh, DC canon, her and Wally West are kind of lovey dovey. So now there's three of them, hmm. and uh, so they're building up the forces. So we'll see what happens. Um, they released an awesome poster for next week, and it has Flash from the side, like it's just his head looking at Garad. They're like face to face, and it says, uh, "Garad have mercy." Is what it That's says. Like well, then they like said, yeah, it's gonna be. A, I mean, it's gonna be a fight in the middle of Central City. And Grodd is one of like Flash's big villains. Yeah. Like he's always, but he's gave trouble to the Justice League and stuff too. Because mm-hmm. um, he's just he's a genius. Yeah. I got a buddy that put on uh, Facebook a while back, and he's like, it's like I wonder if I wonder if the w, uh, CW realizes that all these shows like connect so well, and I was like. Yeah, it's meant to be that way. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I told him. He's like, uh, I was like, he's like, something like, I wonder if they realize that they're doing this, and I just put, they, I think they realize they're making the defenders or whatever. And he's like, uh, are you talking about on Netflix or on the? Oh no, no. So what are they? Okay, what are they called on? It's just uh they call it the Arrowverse because Arrow was the first one on okay. CW. So Arrow started, and then like second season. They brought in Barry Allen. They don't have their little, like, they don't have their little team? Well, it's not, I mean, it's like, they don't really have a name, because you've got, like, when they did the four-parter, like, in November, Mm -hmm. you had Green Arrow, The Flash, um, Cisco, who is Vibe, um, Supergirl, they brought her, Mm -hmm. you had, um, all the other, The Legends of Tomorrow, which is, like, White Canary, um, Firestorm, The Atom. Citizen Steel, um, Vixen, and then you had, um, oh, what's his freaking name? It's Diggle. I can't remember what they call him with his Magneto-looking helmet on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have him, and then you've got um, Ragman. Well, Ragman's gone now, but he was on it. Ragman, um, Wild Dog, Mr. Terrific, and now you've got Black Canary. But you've got all these heroes, so it's almost like a Justice League. Because you've got Flash, Green Arrow, and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Which she was... And it may be more like Justice Society of America than the Justice League. 
but they've created basically created a TV Justice League. Is that's what, what that's it what, is. I just, he, he was talking about Netflix when he was talking about that, and that's why I said Defenders because he was talking about Iron Fist. Yeah, but that, yeah, the, yeah. Because even yeah. says on the trailer, it says the last Defender yeah. arrives, and dude, there's a featurette, and you need to watch it. It's like six minutes. It's got a whole bunch more of like new footage, mm-hmm. but it's it's um. Whatever the guy playing Danny Rand, Iron Fist, talking about him coming back and like what's happening. It's like he, like he, Iron Fist, when they crash the plane, he ends up, they ask him where he trains and he's like, it's called uh, Kung Loon, which you can only access like once every seven years or something. Hmm. Or you know what I mean? It's like, it's part of what they call heaven. It's one of the, the seven cities of heaven. And you can only access it certain times. And that's why he's been gone like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And um, like he is the Iron Fist. Like the girl asked him, was like, where'd you get that tattoo? And he's like, it's not a tattoo. It's the mark of the Iron Fist. Which I guess it just, once he became it, it Your just like, mark or something it's like, like appears. Yeah. yeah. And um, he basically can tap into energy like in the world and that, and he can concentrate it. He says like a, style. like a fire yeah. inside of him. Yeah. And he concentrates it into his fist. And, um, you know, of course, I mean, it's very much like Green Arrow, mm-hmm. where it was like, you know, Green Arrow got a boat, ended up on a desert island for five years, and then comes back. He learns all these skills on the island, and then comes back and fights crime. Now you got Iron Fist who crashes in a plane on this crazy city with these monks who teach him martial arts. He becomes Iron Fist, and he comes back, and he fights crime. Yeah. So... But they're they're tying it a lot more in back to the Daredevil season one, with um, the old lady, the the Asian lady that was selling the heroin, yeah. because that symbol is the Iron Fist, on it, and I think she's Mother Crane. It's a character in Iron Fist, and because uh, she even says, "I'm going back home," and they're like, "Where to China?" And she's like, oh, "It's a little farther than that," and that has I think it's heaven or yeah. whatever. Those well, they call her Mrs. Miss Crane or Mrs. Crane. It's something like yeah. So she, it's gonna tie it in, of course. I mean, it looks freaking amazing, dude. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's tons of people that are butt hurt because it's a white dude doing martial arts, and it's like, but why change it? That's it's been like that since the '70s. I mean, it's not. It, and that's that's what he is in the comics, right? Yeah, it was. It was this is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not kung fu. You know? No, <laughs> but it was at the time it's when all Bruce Lee. And well, I mean, it's it's like at the time when that came out was like the time of, in the '70s when yeah. kung fu was like big on TV and martial arts movies were like a huge deal. Same way with Luke Cage came out because of black exploitation movies like Shaft yeah. and Dolomite and stuff like that, and you know, it's like with anything they they try to capitalize on what's popular, yeah, and they create the characters that these characters happen to stay around. Mm-hmm. Um, so March seventeenth, man, it's like the week after my birthday. I'll be gone. I'll to, I'll come back and binge. Yeah, but you can't get you get Netflix in Ireland. I've been doing. I've been looking at Ireland stuff. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But then you gotta go, you gotta go. To the, ho- to the hostel or whatever it's at some point. Yeah. Bed and breakfast. Yeah. Wherever you staying at. We, we had a busy two weeks. We're, oh, I'm sure. I would make it busy too. <laughs> We're going literally all the way around Ireland. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, for those two weeks, well, I don't know. We're going to figure out how the timing works and whether we go ahead and record yeah. before he goes and get one week's episode and then I'll have a, um, a, a guest host for one week yeah. while Bob's gone. Sub- a sub, a substitute teacher. Yeah, yeah a sub yeah. professor. That's <laughs> awesome. I don't know why I didn't think of that. So yes, we'll have a substitute. I'm not gonna let 
you know who that is quite yet. Because it's just more fun that way. Yeah. And I want to make sure that schedule conflicts don't don't. We don't want to promise something we, we can't. That I can't give. And I don't want to force somebody's hand to do something just because we said it on here. Yeah. You know. So, because the pace sucks <laughs> when you work at Nerd U. <laughs> it's not it's almost non-existent it's worse than re- real teacher okay <laughs> <laughs> but the benefit is we I don't it's fun to talk yeah. about all this cool stuff so now it's time time you ask for what what is that wonderful sound you hear that's the box from Loot Crate <laughs> that's me hoping I didn't break anything <laughs> ah, please <laughs> don't yeah. okay, so oh. this, this month's Loot Crate uh, it was um, uh, Build I Build. think, was I think the, yeah I think Build yeah. was it what, what do you call that? The uh, theme. Theme. Yes. Yeah, it was build. This, so this next week that's coming up, it is primal, and they said it's uh, Jurassic World, Wolverine, the game Overwatch, and Predator. Predator. Yeah. Predator. So. So that's gonna be a lot of sweetness in that too. Yeah. How do you open this thing? So I found out too that they do. They have a bigger box. Yeah, the like DX. Yeah, yeah, the, the DX. DX box. Yeah. So that's for big money. A buddy of mine, he said he got it one week and it was like awesome, and he got it the next week and it was like meh. Yeah. So he said it was. There's tape on the bottom right there. Is there? There oh, it is. Okay. And this this right here looks like it's asking to be ripped open. Now. Yes. Well, do it that <laughs> way. You probably can't do it that <laughs> way. Just do it that Let's way. See. I don't think it's gonna hurt anything. Yeah. There you Except go. Myself. We don't need this stinking box. Just oh, it has a little robot face. Does it? Yeah. Was it nice a loot box? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's our first time. First time it was a First time is always okay. a learning experience. <laughs> hey, this is right here. All right. Mm-hmm. Drum roll, please. Taking a lot longer than it should. There we yeah. go. Oh, that was way That's too Oh, yeah, I totally just ripped off his face. Oh, oh it's a robot. It is I a robot. see. That's all right. Oh, there's a First Batman. things first. <laughs> it's a Lego Batman food container. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a food container? It's a food container. It's pretty sick. It's Batman's oh, head. It's Lego, but yep. It's like a, yeah, Lego like Batman's a mini head. cookie jar. Is it? Yeah. It's like a... Open, open that. Spin his ears. That's what I tried. There it is. Yeah, it's just really tight. Yeah, it's like a just a, some kind of food container. That's pretty sweet, though. Just the look of it is pretty awesome. Yeah. It snap his cow back on. Here's a shirt. Luckily... Me and Paul were the same size, so whoever likes to show <laughs> yeah, the... Check that out. Oh, it's the freaking... It's, it's a Power Rangers shirt. Yes, it's the Zord. Me- yeah, Mega- Megazord. Megazord. Holy crap. Oh, it just snapped back in. So I was having difficulties with that. Put the, <laughs> with the Batman bag on. Oh, it does. This is this is an interesting. It's it's a picture of it is Megazord, right? Yeah, it's a Megazord. It's, it's Megazord. all them together. Yeah, it's 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 it has it all all the pieces separate. So like the the torso and head and the arms and legs. It's just, it's like a diagram. Yes, it's like a it's diagram. like a, like a build. Yeah, like a build sheet. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me for that. What is this? It's a dimensions. Fifty piece. Is it cyborg? Cyborg. Building toy fun pack cyber guard, cyber wrecker. Oh, it's a three in one, and it has cyborg. Yeah, it does three different things. Does it have the guy too? Yeah, I think it's on the front. It says cyborg. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, he's in there. He's in there. What's, what's this? Oh. Thanks for supporting me, Craig. Yeah, it's a secret order. Unlock the mysteries at Luke. It's a key of it's a key of some sort. And uh, another Power Rangers pin. Is that yeah? It's a Megazord. Yep, yeah, it's the Megazord. It's, it's a loot pin. And here is a Tetris flexible uh, magnet. Oh, That's awesome. That's so sweet. <laughs> and then they said that they love us. It says we love you. How to become a master builder? What? what? Well, look, it really does. It has little instructions to it. Oh, how to make him into a robot? Yeah, the box becomes a robot. Like literally becomes a robot. Well, oh, this tells you everything about it. It tells you how to build a parfait. A what? Everybody likes parfait. Hmm. Huh. So it's, it's a book of building. It said, well, it's everything that's in it. And it has a bunch of cool stuff like Master Builder uh, Lego stuff. Oh, look at that. The Tetris? Color your own Tetris screen. Yeah, true. Tetris magnets. Free digital comics. What's that? A tabletop. How to build a tabletop RPG character from D&D. Oh, okay. Well, I know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't need your sticking instructions. <laughs> Any game. Don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me. Let's see if we put this robot together. Yeah, I can't remember. have his face off already. So got, or, oh, no, that, that part apparently was supposed to come off. Oh, okay. It better. I oh. keep forgetting that this is a podcast and nobody can see what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. So it's keep all right. describing what we're doing. So, like, the box breaks down. Yeah, you open the box up, robot. unfold it, and then there's, like, a little, a little instruction manual. Is that his manual. hands? Yeah, those are his hands. So, so, what? I don't know what this is, but it comes out as well. All right, so, we're going to put this thing together. And uh, we'll post it on the yeah, social yeah. on the uh, picture on the social on medias the, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook. on Facebook, yeah. so everybody can see our awesome robot. So sweet. So this time was a score, and then you know we'll be looking forward to the primal one next month. Yeah. So all right, I guess we're gonna move on to the main event. Da, 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 da. All right, now it's the main event, the one you've been waiting for. You didn't know you wanted. That's our interview with our buddy Jason. Say hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. Jason is the pastor of Tuckasee Baptist Church in Mount Holly, North Carolina. Um, what, else, what are some of the other things you've done? You you, you run the races? The, uh, yes, I do obstacle, obstacle course races like Spartans, Spartans Tough Mudders, things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, insurance, worked in insurance for years, uh, adjuster, things like that. So that's nothing exciting, really. No. I'm pretty lame. It could be exciting. All in perspective. That's true. <laughs> that's Some true. people can say that's exciting. So, um, your big, that is what we were talking about was, you know, I do the comic stuff, he does the sci-fi, Bob does the sci-fi right. stuff, and you kind of do both. Mm-hmm. More than I'd say I would, and or he would. So you're kind of the middle guy. We well, just look at his office. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Well, you can't look at his office, yeah, yeah. but we can. <laughs> kind of like the loot crate thing. It's huge. It's so <laughs> huge. It echoes. 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 So first question, I think, yes. was going to be... <laughs> moving along. Um, going past your office. <laughs> um, is the origin story. All right? So if there's a moment, like all the superheroes have their moment in time where they became this, you know... Uh, 
pivotal moment. Yeah, pivotal moment that pivotal. changed their lives. Does Jason Marlowe have an origin moment? An origin moment. Um, gosh. I mean, you know, as a pastor, of course, you want to go, oh, you know, this this moment of, of conversion was, was really my origin moment. But for me, it, it started even before that. It sounds really stupid now. But I can remember in sixth grade, like, hearing some teachers talking and uh, saying some, you know, they were just talking in general. But they were like, yeah, but he did was really good for a kid coming from a divorced family. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and they were talking about me, and I never realized that that was like a stigma, mm-hmm. right? My parents um, divorced when I was, was two, but, I mean, as, as far as divorced parents go, they got along really well, and it, was, it wasn't a bad thing at all. And I never realized, you know, it's the first time I was ever, like, labeled something, and I realized that I overcame something. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that's my origin there, because I overcame, you know, being a latchkey kid. It's like my mom and I joke about that now. It's like, you know, you're a latchkey kid. They didn't have a name for that stuff growing up. Um, but that, you know, the only child growing up, you know, just my mom and myself and things like that, um, you know, big imagination, you know, always did, you know, drawing and things like that. And that's probably what got me into, you know, like what you're talking about with comics and things like that. Um, you're an artist as well. No, (laughs) you say artist, you say say artist like, like I think Picasso, no, no, I mean, no, I, I always drew and loved it and I love creative stuff. I took art, I did art, I'm, you know made paintings, I did all these things, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I have sketchbooks, and I do my stuff, I mean, but, you know, it's one of those things that's, like, kind of personal, it's your stuff, because <laughs> yeah. everybody it's else a, it's a poetry, you just, yeah, like, if I, I draw something, yeah. I'll draw something, and people who don't at all, they're like, oh, that's really good, and it's like, it's really crap, because if you knew my friends who really do draw, <laughs> yeah. it, they're like, they're artists, mm-hmm. I'm like a, I'm like a scribbler, or a doodler, yeah. that's me, yeah. that's what, I'm a doodler. Yeah. We have that one moment, where we're like, wow, that is yeah, really I, good, I, but everything else is yes. trash. And then the problem with that is, if you're a doodler like that, um, you have that, that one thing that you draw, and it's what you draw all the time. It's like that kid in bed. <laughs> thing that you draw, S with the little edges on it. Oh, yeah. Number three, the six yeah. lines. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so, but, and I say all that, you know, obviously, if you say, like, what's my origin story? Like, how did I get to where I was? Um, you know, for me, it was a, a, a moment of understanding that, um, you know, of, of who God was and how holy he was and how unholy I was. And um, that was kind of my, my moment. And I was trying to do it through different things and earn my way. And there's just a hole in my life. Um, for that part. So there's kind of like two different origin stories, like the, the real me, right? That's like the adult me, the responsible pastor me and the life that I live that way. Um, or there's like the, how did you get into comic books, Star Wars and all that side. And so just, you know, sticking with your guys and what y'all talk about mostly, it's that, you know, only child grew up in a neighborhood with just me and another kid. Right, so if he was grounded or I was grounded, I mean, you had nobody to play with. <laughs> stuck. So yeah, so I mean, yeah. so my whole life was imagination. Right, my whole life was was you know fantasy mm-hmm. and uh, and things like that. I don't mean like you know like, I, like was it like an escape or I, no? It was or? just no, it was just I mean I didn't have anything else to play with. I didn't have like imaginary friends, uh-huh. but um you know just the chance to you know whether it was watching you know GI Joe cartoons and then yeah. then but I would more you know play with them and and, and work it out and do my own yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You know it's funny because we talk about um and, and you appreciate this because it kind of balances that that balance between my um pastoral life and how I pastor and and, and um, my uh, nerdy life or nerdy self. <laughs> but when I was growing up, I was really into Star Wars because I had a first cousin, you know, first cousin that's kind of like your brother. He's like an older brother to me. And he was big into Star Wars. I mean, like when I say Star Wars, like he was big into He had like the Death Star. Like, you know oh, that, yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. a big deal. You were one of the cool kids. Yeah, he was, he was one of those kids, yeah. right? And, uh, and so I really got into Star Wars and I started getting all the toys and stuff. Well, my dad had remarried. And um, and her family really big in the Methodist Church, and you know they were like you know this is during and you probably remember this too more so, 
um, Star Wars was like, because you know, it was aliens and stuff like that, a lot of churches really came out against it and were like, oh, that's demons and that's this yeah. stuff. Well, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and stuff like that, but, you know, mom would get me a Star Wars character every once in a while. So I had like a good set of Star Wars stuff that I played with and I loved it. Had all the Star Wars stuff in my room, saw all the movies in the theater. Even when I was real little, they took me, and, you know, probably inappropriately so, but, you know, saw the movies. But um, I just remember they were like, oh, no, he doesn't need to have those. So they started supplementing everything I had with G.I. Joe stuff. And because they had more money than we did, I ended up with more G.I. Joe stuff <laughs> than Star Wars. So right. I kind of turned and <laughs> yeah. started doing more G.I. Joes than Star Wars. I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. weird now looking back, but it's kind of like, you know, I was introduced to legalism very early. Yes. And I was like, that's not cool. That, that's stupid. It's just Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just Harry Potter. It's just whatever. It's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. not my life. It's just what it was. And so you talk about, like, it wasn't even escape. It was just what I did. I didn't. We didn't have a lot, you know, TV options or what Netflix. I didn't have video games and stuff like that. I mean, I had an Atari, but and, and Pong. I mean, how many times are you gonna watch the little ball go back and forth with the paddles before that's you know done? And then with? you get what do we have? We had Pong. You had Comcast. Had joust. Yes, Joust. Played joust was like that. You're like, wow, this is awesome. Joust was, was a little awesome. bird. Combat was a great one. I mean, so yeah. but that was the kind of stuff that we had, and um, and I always loved to read. And maybe that reading was my escapism because reading just took you somewhere else. Yeah. And I loved to read. I read all the time. And then when I kind of discovered comic books, it was like the stuff that I like to read. And, and I love reading because, you know, you, you see it all in your mind. And I know you talk about um, the Lord of the Rings. I've listened to, uh, you know, y'all talk about the, the books. Yeah. I think one of your first or, or second podcasts, yeah. you talked about that. How descriptive Tolkien is. Yeah, and, and, it, and it just how he just lays it out. And you can and you picture it in your mind. And in the same way, it kind of sucks when you actually see it on TV because you're like, well, that's <laughs> not. And then, but the bad part is, is once you see it, if that becomes a predominant thing, yep. Yep. And, and I know when, and since I listen to you guys, I know y'all go all over the place anyway, so I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind talking all over the place. But you, but you see that too, and this is going to be chasing a rabbit. But you see that like in comic books nowadays, mm -hmm. is like they're shaping the comic books to look like the movies, like little bit by bit. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden Tony Stark looks more now. Now. Granted, Robert Downey Jr. was the perfect person to play. If anybody besides Hugh Jackman and, and I mean, there's people that were, but. But more and more, it gets shaped where the, 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 the drawings look like the people I mean, in the movies instead mm -hmm. of, you know, vice versa. Well, that's like they took uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they did that book just so they could try to bring all those other agents in. And they Cap looks more like the, right. the Chris Evans version. And Thor, not so much because he's been missing. So, and, and, girl. and that's, you know, so, so my imagination kind of came together with comic books and... Um, with my book side and everything, the artist side and all that stuff. I mean, because you just look at it. And um, so I started, you know, my first books that I really got were, you know, I'd be over with my dad. He worked at uh, Village Auto Sales over in uh, uh, West Gastonia. Oh, yeah, so we're, yeah, we're yeah. there at Nichols, okay. yeah. right? And that means nothing to you people sitting out there at home. <laughs> yes. but, but Paul understands. Yeah. Really, that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm the newbie here. I yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. But, but, the, but the thing is, but there was like, you know, back then you you got comic books like at 7-Eleven and stuff like that. You picked mm -hmm. them up off the newsstand. That was, you know, you just grabbed them. Every newsstand had on the grocery stores. They had the Rack and Walton books at East Ridge yep. Mall back in the day. And um, But my dad would go get me a couple comic books because he had to work on Saturdays um, and weekends when he had me. So he'd mm -hmm. get some comic books and stuff and be like, here, now you have something to do. And I would just read that. And one of, you know, my first, I got this weather-beaten moon, uh, moon night comic book like a moon knight number two number one just this random mark specter comic book you know and it's all weathered but it's one of those first ones my dad got me that i had over there um the first time i actually bought a comic book and like knew this is cool this is something i want to collect this is something was um x-men 211 
which was the second part of the uh, mutant massacre mm-hmm. aspect. And I just fell in love with um, the characters, fell in love as Wolverine's on the cover. Was that Claremont doing yeah, that? Yeah, that was yeah, Claremont that was, was big in then. And and so in this time my dad is remarried again and the, the boy or the the son of the woman they married, he had a big two long boxes of comic books and he's like, You know, I'm getting rid of these. He says, You want them? And I said, Oh yeah and he's like, you know, hundred and fifty bucks. I mean there was like, you know, a nice runs of old 1980s X-Men, Avengers, stuff like that. I mean, f- almost full runs. And uh, I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm 10 or 12 at the time. I, like, I had 150 bucks. I mean, it was like a million. <laughs> yeah. But my dad told me, my dad was, my dad never, like, we, you know, my dad was cheap anyway. But, I mean, but funny, I love my dad. But he was, he was cheap, and he knew he was cheap. You could tell him that. <laughs> but, frugal. Yeah, frugal. Frugal. Yeah, yeah my dad was frugal. <laughs> no, nah, he was cheap. But, um, but he said, he was like, son, I'll tell you what. He said, you know, if you really want these and you like these, he said, I'll buy these for you. But you got to promise me today. And this was, you know. 30 years ago now. He's like, you got to promise me that you won't ever sell them, right? Oh, wow. That you'll keep them. Yeah. And I said, I will, Dad, I promise. And I do. I mean, I mean, and there's some great, the Frank Miller, uh, Claremont, uh, Wolverine oh, yeah. series and all those. I mean, I got all those great, so I, my, I, I really got jump-started. And, uh, you know, you hear me talk, um, not you guys, but you guys, you know, about, I grew up on the farm in the summers with my grandma. And in this little town, Marion, randomly, right, in this little Duke Power building, mm-hmm. there was a dude that had a comic shop, an awesome comic shop in Marion, North mm-hmm. Carolina of all places. That's awesome. And so I spent summers up there, and so I would just scour the dollar boxes and the loan boxes, filling up my runs of X-Men. Love the old Claremonts. Yeah. And um, and doing that, and then, you know, during this time, it, 80s turned into the 90s, the early 90s, and so you got the McFarlands and the Raw Fields and... Jim Lee, and so not only now do I not just only love like these great writers, which Chris Claremont was the biggest writer as far as comic books go, as far as my whole youth was, but then like Jim Lee was just like his art, right? You know, Cockrum and Byrne and all those guys, Brian, all the ones that did you know the X Men and stuff were really good, but just to watch you know, Jim Lee's lines were just like I have like when he started writing them or started drawing those X Men, I have all those comics and they all have backboards on them, they they're all was that. He started about two forty. Yeah, and then he five. did the X Men, and then he went and did the X Men. That's right. Being uncanny, it was just that's the right. X-Men. When they actually split into the two teams. Yeah. So that was, I mean, so from nineteen mid eighties to um, around ninety two, you know, because I graduated from high school in ninety four, mm-hmm. so ninety one, ninety two is just you know just kind of outgrew comics, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I was there when Image first came out. Um, if you know anything about, there's a great. I think I sent you the link to that. Um, I don't know if y'all have watched it. You need to watch it and talk about it, though. But that movie about Image Comics, where it goes through and talks about the history of Image, mm-hmm. and so I, um, I have all those first runs of Image, all of them, like the first issue of all the images when they first came out, all the way up to like issue nine or eight or whatever. Like I just I loved them. It was awesome. It was something totally different. Yeah, it was too different than the two big. Oh, then anything. I, what's here's movie. the funny thing. So and um, all during this time, I am anti DC. <laughs> I'm like, and this, and this is where it sounds stupid when you're talking about two things that are made up and imaginary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought, I thought, I thought DC was too fake, and, yeah, Marvel and Marvel was, to... was was like trying to be real. Yeah, like DC was like written in this like fantasy world, mm-hmm. you know, with Metropolis and Gotham and all this, and you know, obviously now years later and, and during that time they've stretched it out to where it's part of. The world we live in, but, yes. mm-hmm. but but back then it was it's Central City. There weren't real places, yeah. 
right? But, you know, Marvel was taking place in New York City, downtown, yeah. you know, Central Park, um, Los Angeles. I mean, there was San Francisco. They were in major cities, it was, and it felt like it was in our world. Right. Where DC felt like something I was watching on TV. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that does. So, yeah. as I, you know, so I gravitated more towards Marvel, like most people did. Um, so, the funny thing is, though, um, you know, kind of got away from comics just because I just, I mean... I, wasn't going to the mountains every summer, so I wasn't going to the comic book store. Um, I didn't want to drive to Charlotte. I didn't go to Heroes a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the stuff, I mean, I had everything I wanted. Most of the people that I used to like weren't writing anymore, weren't, weren't there anymore. Um, and so I just kind of got away from it, and just life happened. You know, yeah. college went on, got married and all that. And um, it just so happened, maybe two years ago, was it three years ago? When was Batman Death in the Family? When did that run? Is that three years ago now? Should be three. So... I just happened, there's happened to be a little collectible store right near my kid's school, and I was early to pick them up one day, and I was like, I'm just going to run in here and see what, they, I mean, I hadn't looked at comics in, you know, I've been married 12 years. Mm. It's been, you know, 10, 10, 12 years since I've even looked at a comic book. And um, I would pull, I would literally, I'd pull mine down and read them. Um, you know, I'd look at them, I'd pull them out, I still read them, I still loved them, but I was like, you know, I was the old man on the lawn, they don't make stuff like this anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to buy anything else, they don't make stuff like this. Yeah. And um, so I go in there. And I start looking around, and you know, it's a shop, local shop that we go to, and start talking to the guy who owns it. And it's like, so what's going on now with them? You know, I tried to do, I did some googling, look at the, you know, I was like, you know, all the stuff that was that made Marvel awesome, which was the mystery and stuff like that. Like I come back into it, and one of my friends he told me he's like, oh yeah, we know exactly Wolverine's origin, and his name is uh, whatever uh, Hal or yeah, whatever, whatever. His, this is his name, and this is where he came from, and this is here, and this is and everything that I had grown up and knew was like was gone it was nothing was the same nothing was the same it had, as a matter of fact it had changed probably eight times yeah. over since i mean it was just it was like you know somebody took a rubik's cube that was fixed and then just kind of switched up a little bit i mean they took all the stickers off and put them back all over the place mm. and i was like oh crap i don't know what the heck's going on here but i grabbed a couple of uncanny x-men i think it was the like volume three by this time volume four and i grabbed a couple of those just to read you know hey what's going on with these and um there was a the die cut issue 14 of batman with the joker face Basically, on it where yeah. it's cut out and you know i'm a sucker for, i'm remember comic collectors in the 90s, 90s i'm a sucker yeah. for covers yeah right you, you, put, cut. you put die cut and foil on it okay give yeah. me take my money it, i don't even know why i do it right there's a million of them out there it's not worth jack that's the same reason i've told him that i haven't really gotten the comics is because i walk in and i'm like i just don't know where to start you mm. know and i'm not even coming from any kind of base yeah, you know, my only experience with the comics is I go to the library with my mom, and they'd have like just spread randomly whatever right. comics all over. You know, and I'd open up one, and I'd be like, "Why is this just end? There's no end to this. Why yeah. is it? You know, I'd yeah, be does. reading like the third of like a five part series. And yeah. I'd be like, you what need is to it? jump into like some trade paperbacks. No, and that's, yeah. and that's so and that so it just so happened that that death of the family just started, and it looked kind of cool to me, so I grabbed it, the Batman stuff, and um, and so I you know, it's like, hey, when Thomas, give me all these. All the bat, all the death in the families, and we'll get all these. And I started getting the Batman and stuff like this. And what I found out was, is that the Batman that I knew, even though I really didn't like him that much, in the '90s, right, in the '80s and '90s, was the same Batman who was yeah. there. I mean, you know, the new Fifty Two had just came out and they had changed it, but it wasn't, it didn't really change. It was still Batman. It was still Commissioner Gordon. It was still Barbara. I mean, you know, I, I had um, a Killing Joke. I got the original Killing Joke. You know. But it, I mean, so some of that little stuff like that had changed. Or Barbara's no longer, you know, Oracle in the chair and stuff. Chair little and little things changed, but the main characters and everybody were still the same, mm -hmm. and they were right where I left them, right. And I'm gonna pull this all the way back around because I gotta, I'm gonna have to bounce out in a second. 
watch how I pull this back around because you can appreciate this. <laughs> and but you start to see how, especially from a pastor standpoint now, as we've kind of tra- tradition, we have transitioned a traditional church into more of a more modern church, right? And and your approach and stuff like that. But you understand why people are so um, so hardcore about um, you know the things that they like. And as we were talking about, this, I was talking about that with the Bible study I led this morning, is that it's not necessarily that you like the songs. You, you do, and you like the music, or you like what is it. It wasn't even necessarily that I like the comics and stuff, but it really was, they brought me back to a point in time, and a mem- it's the memory attached yeah, to it. Yeah. Like, I can remember going into the drugstore in downtown Stanley at the Oktoberfest and picking up that issue 211 of X-Men. Right, and and I, I I've got two copies of it, but I still got that one copy. That's the you know I got one that's the direct sale copy. That's got the little Spider Man where the UPC UPS yep. thing UPC thing is, and then I got the one that came from there, and that's the most precious thing I you know as far yeah. as comic books that I have. It's probably not even you know worth twenty bucks, but to me it's worth a million because of the memories that are there, mm-hmm. and so I have a better appreciation for that because it seems like the stuff that it, you know sound like I said you sound like that old man get off my lawn, mm-hmm. but the stuff that I really liked. You know, is no more with Marvel, whereas B- DC, really, especially in Rebirth, Rebirth yeah. which is just its own crazy thing. And <laughs> if you ever get me back on here, we love to talk about that. But you know, it just stayed the same. You know, and it, it's still what I remember. And uh, that's the same thing when it comes to reading Tolkien and, and C.S. Lewis, or or the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. right? Especially because Star Wars is so careful with their canon. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. I mean, just, I mean, guards it. I mean, George Lucas guards it like it's oh, yeah. his baby oh, yeah. because there's, there's it is. That, there's, there's other writers that do the comics and things that weren't necessarily canon. Yeah. And as soon as George Lucas was writing like one, two, and three, they they, they were saying it's like playing a kid playing in the in the driveway, and your yeah. dad's back in the car out and doesn't even care that you're there. That's you know? right. That's exactly. Well, and right. I, I had told it, him too when we talked about Batman and stuff. Right. And he was like, "Well, does this go with this?" And I'm like, "Well, you look at it with so many different writers. You're taking this one character. They only." You have stuff that's canon. You have plot points that are canon. Right. And how you get there, they'll change. That's you, right. you know what I mean? But you still there are, you have the yes. main there are data, there are data There are data points that are... And that's what... I mean, that's what... It's like the people at Marvel, you know, cut off their nose to spite their face yeah. when it came to that. They didn't... You can... It's not... Know your audience sometimes, too. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, I hate to say it, but your audience is, you know, people living in the past. You know, I mean, every, look, every single movie that's come out, every all the toy, There's a reason that you know my every single toy that my son has is a toy that I played with, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're not selling to my son. Yeah, right. they're selling to me. Yeah, because I'm gonna buy that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle because I had Turtles too. He wants to play. I'm gonna buy the Star Wars stuff because I had Star Wars too. Mm-hmm. Or guess what? Maybe I didn't get the Death Star when I was a kid, but I can afford the Death Star for my kids. <laughs> right. so by exactly. God, he's gonna get it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So I mean, it's it all just plays on that emotional aspect of it and yeah. um and that's what i was going to say though about the, the tolkens and stuff like that is going back and read that is that you, you can't that's a it's a he's gone right what you yeah. have in that book nobody goes and changes those things yeah right yeah. that and star wars and things like that it's so cool because you can just you know what I, you know it's been 25 years since i read hobbit mm-hmm. pick it up and read it again it's like oh yeah this yeah. is just like this is just like it, I read. Com- it gives you comfort that's right this is yeah. just like it was when i read it in high school yeah but, Right. This is just like it was. It's because it's the same thing. It's the same story. And I'm and I don't, I don't get that anymore with the X Men and stuff like that. I get a little bit of it, maybe in Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, yeah. But um, I don't get even 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 in Captain America now with with the secret I or spe- what's it called the secret the secret empire secret empire. I stopped my Captain yeah. America book because I just I just and it's and it's not that I mean it's like oh you just don't like the new and different stuff. It's like well maybe I don't like the new and different stuff. But but it's what Paul said earlier. There's certain things and he just say they're. 
they're not. It's not that they're holy grails. It's just that's what it is, it's, right? Batman is yeah. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. If you if you change that and make it something else, it's not Batman. Right. Yeah. Right. This well, is they what, did change it with Commissioner Gordon for a couple issues. Right. Because he like lost his mind or whatever. And, and I stayed with that just because I like Scott Snyder and I trust yeah, him. I, I, I trust yeah, him. He's going somewhere. You, yeah. I, knew, I don't like know where you're going. going. Bring it back. I knew you're gonna bring. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, yeah. you're gonna bring it back. Bring it. So I mean, but to me, when it comes to like comics and all those things too, and trying to bring it back around, I guess like. Um, you know, there's there's part of me now that reads them, and it's it's just like, you know, hey, I'm that ten year old kid sitting up in a tree at my grandma and grandpa's house, you know, with my new stack of comic books that we just got back. You know, every Wednesday like that's for me now. I'm yeah. like a little kid again. <laughs> I got my stack of stuff, and um, and so I mean that's that's why I do it. And um, you know, I know you know when I became a man, I put away childish things and stuff like that. And this, it's still for me, and it's something that my kids enjoy, right? Like Grace. She, you know, get her some different comics and, you know, get her into it. And Cade loves his superheroes and we go, we know, he knows all the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and it, it bridges a generation gap. Oh yeah. And, um. But then that's something that's just you and them. Yeah. Because their mom, yeah, because their mom, their mom yeah. has no idea. But that's, like, you know, and that's <laughs> the same way with, with Jalen. It's like, we do that. Like, we'll go see stuff that necessarily Jennifer wouldn't go see. Right. Like with Ant-Man. Like, she was like, I want to go see this. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go. And so she'll watch all the shows with me. Yeah. Jennifer could care less. I will say this. I will say this that um, DC um, TV is just awesome. Yes, and, and their animated movies oh, yeah. are awesome. But I'm saying, but DC, as far as DC, DC TV goes, yeah. it brings my family together because we, as a family, like there's nothing that we don't. There's nothing on TV that you can watch as a family. Period. Right. Anyway, I mean, you know, there's something you may want to watch, but if you have kids, you're like, hey, we should. Sure <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know. watch it at ten o'clock. If you're yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. in bed. They come. What are you doing downstairs? But but we watch the Flash. Mm-hmm. Right, and there's some stuff that I mean, because it's you know it's TV mature or whatever. So there's different stuff that maybe I don't want my 12 year old to. But it's, it's not you, devastating, yeah. right? And it's yeah. not completely so far out there that I'm that we're like you know we can, it's easy, it's not it's not something she doesn't encounter on a daily basis just yeah, in, right. in in culture anyway. So it's not like we're hiding anything. But um, but no, we watched the Flash right. together, and it's it's just you know I think that everybody gets away from the fact that um, you know, people want. A, a, a superhero yeah right people want a, a good guy and they want they they want they want that deep down inside you want to see that oh, yeah. and there's something wrong you know when it doesn't happen that way oh yeah it's it's equated all the time to like back in the day they had hercules you right. know like back in the day i mean like you know <laughs> they had hercules and zeus and all these like, mythologies yeah, thousands of years ago yeah, yes. yeah and now we have comics and we have star wars like these have become our myth and legends that's, you know? that's exactly right and that's what you know obviously if you ever talked to ever hear, read any of george lucas's interviews that was his thing to make mm-hmm. a mythos to might to make the new yep. thing so but um i hope you got some good stuff out of this we oh, need yeah, to man. ask some more i rambled i'll definitely do no, it man. no no it's if good you, I mean, if, you do it, if you do it on wednesdays like this i can do it and <laughs> you can piece together a whole yeah, yeah man we'll do it again we'll, no. we'll pick up and we'll go in the rebirth yeah, i want to tell how i'm gonna sound with these things i, yeah, I, I just want to thank you for joining us and Giving no, us your input and stuff. Is, I mean, there are, like you said, there are more come, questions. You come, you, come, you come strong with some questions I can answer. You see, you got to keep yeah. me on track because if not, then I'm ramble. <laughs> no, we do <laughs> have more ramble. questions, so we would definitely have to revisit Dude, this. Dude, you listen to the cast, and we will we will fall down a rabbit hole <laughs> quicker than anybody. Yeah. I listened to stuff the other day because I listen to them the next day after they go up, oh, yeah. and it's like. We were here, and then we were way <laughs> over here, and it's something that's yep. like squirrel, and we went on something else. So yep. it fit in perfectly. So, all right, kids, all right. that'll be it. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, we are done. We just want to uh, give you guys the ways to contact us, which is Facebook at 
Nerd University. Yeah, it just starts Nerd, Nerd U. University. I think it's, yeah, yeah, I think it's at Nerd U is with the Facebook one. We always, I feel like every week we're always like, no, no, no. Yeah, just search Nerd University <laughs> and you'll see yeah, our little logo. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Yeah. We're on Facebook. So Twitter is uh, at the Real Nerd U. Mm-hmm. At Real Nerd U. Um, Instagram is Nerd U Faculty. Yes. And then the Gmail account is, or to email us is. Uh, nerd you faculty at gmail.com yeah. which is n-e-r-d-u-f-a-c-u-l-t-y there you go at g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m yeah and we're on iTunes iTunes so search us on that too and take you, take us with you yes and let's and leave ha- some reviews hang out in your pocket again yeah party in your pants whoop whoop uh, oh we gotta hit them with a Oh, the nostalgia, nostalgia moment. moment. The nostalgia moment. Yeah. Also, uh, we, we, we can edit this. Uh, we want to thank Christopher Molina for the music of the yes. podcast. Again. Yes, rave reviews for the music. Um, and now we'll do a nostalgia moment. And here it is. Wow, that was a tough one. So... If you think you know, want to make a guess, hit us up on the Gmail, on the Gmail account, nerdufaculty at gmail.com, or you can shoot us a message on Nerd University on the Facebook page, or shoot it to us, shoot it to us on Twitter at the real nerd you. And um, don't go tell nobody. Yeah, shh, quiet. It's a secret. So, but I guess that will do us for this week. I'd like to thank Professor Bob for being. My awesome co-pilot in this thing. I thank Professor Paul for being a know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid know-it-all. Or know-it. No. Nothing. Like, I fake it till I make it. I just sound like I know stuff. <laughs> I just read a lot. Like, don't fact-check me. Please. <laughs> no. We're not going to tell you what verse in the Bible this is. In. <laughs> just trust us. <laughs> just trust me. So, but that'll do us for this week, man. We're glad you guys have um, took this little journey with us today. And I'd like to thank Jason Marlowe for being an awesome guest. And we're going to have him again so that we can actually ask him more than two questions. True story. And I may have to put, like, the, uh, the, the shot collar on it. <laughs> it's a bitch. Just kidding, Jason. We love you. So, um, until next, until we meet again, class. Class dismissed. Booyah.